0: Hare Krishna This is a reading of Sri Krishna Premamrita written by Gopal Bhatta Goswami Listeners interested in other audiobooks by previous acharyas are invited to visit our website, sarusanga.com. Chapter One, Vasana Charya Lila: Stealing the Gopi's Clothes. Lord Sri Krishna is known as Jananivas, the ultimate resort of all living entities, and is also known as the son of Devaki and Yashoda. He is the guide of the Yadu dynasty, and with his mighty arms, he kills everything inauspicious, as well as all impious men. By His presence, He destroys all things inauspicious for all living entities, moving and inert. His blissful, smiling face always increases the lusty desires of the gopis of Vrindavan. May He be all-glorious and happy. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, 10, 90, 48 Once, Radha wanted to go to the Jamuna River. Therefore, she began summoning her friends.
1: O Kapura Manjari, O Kalavati, O Chandraleka, Sumuki, O Sundari, everyone grab a pot and let's go to the gentle flowing Yamuna to fetch water.
0: Hearing these words spoken by the doe eyed Sri Radha, all the gopis abandoned their housework and took up pots. Their minds were anxious to see the face of Lord Damodar, and so they started off to get water, creating a pleasant sound with their pattering feet. They held the pots on their hips, and their delicate left arms swayed back and forth as they walked along. As the cowherd women approached the Yamuna, they smiled beautifully and talked amongst themselves about the wonderful exploits of Krishna. In this way, the gopis joined arms as they headed for the Yamuna to take bath. Because of their jubilant mood, while singing about the glorious qualities of Krishna, some of them slipped or stumbled along the way. When the gopis arrived at the Yamuna, they went down to the banks and entered the current up to their waists, pushing the water with their hands to clear away the floatsome from the surface. They filled their cupped hands with what little they could hold, went to the riverbank, and put the water into their pots. While this was going on, Sri Krishna was watching from a distance. He smiled as he thought to himself, I shall hide myself here at the base of this kadamba tree and play a pastime befitting Cupid. The gopis will surely decide to take bath in the amuna, leaving their clothes on the riverbank. Thereafter, my desire will be fulfilled. After some time, the gopis took off their clothes, put them on the shore, and began to bathe. As they were doing so, they heard a high, pleasant voice say,
1: O oh doe eyed girls, do not bathe in the river. Do not bathe there. Quickly come out and put on your clothes. That cowherd boy is coming to steal the clothes of the pretty young girls of Braj. Sri Krishna watched the gopis cautiously
0: and then made himself invisible by his mystic potency in order to perform this pastime. The girls searched in every direction but found no one. Thinking that everything was all right, they went back to the river bank, took off their clothes and again began bathing in the water. Krishna Marari climbed into the kadamba tree and laid in hiding on the left limb to watch the cowherd girls. The gopis were all bewildered from drinking the nectar of lotuses while sporting in the water. Seeing this, Krishna desired to steal their clothes. Laughing softly, he stealthily climbed down from the tree. He had decorated his hair with Kadamba flowers. Out of fear of being detected, he moved very carefully, like a lion ready for battle. Then he took away their clothes and climbed back into the tree. After some time, Sri Radha noticed that their clothes were not on the riverbank and said,
1: We all left our clothes on the sandy bank of the Yamuna. Now where have they gone? Who could have taken them? Our superiors will naturally look at us with eyes reddened by anger. I do not know what will happen to me now. How shall I absolve myself of this offense? What is more, our superiors have forbidden us to come here many times. Alas, why did I come here to the Amuna? Now I am reaping the fruit of disobeying the instructions of my superiors. I cannot imagine what they will do with me when I return home. We will never hear the end of this from them.
0: Then, moving toward the shore, Radharani saw Krishna in the tree and said,
1: O oh, Madhava, do not hide yourself up there. We all left our clothes on the bank of the Yamuna, in order to take a bath. You have hidden our clothes. Now give them back to us quickly, you unreliable fellow. Do not tease us by such nonsense activities. If the king of this region comes to hear of this, it will not be very good for you.
0: Smiling, Sri Krishna leaned back against the Kadamba tree and fluttered his fingers over the holes of his flute, thus playing an enchanting melody. His shoulder was against the shoulder of the tree branch. He looked very handsome with his locks of hair adorned with jewels. His long eyebrows made him even more attractive. Thus he captured the hearts of the gopis. Krishna, who is expert at laughing, began to laugh softly. Then the gopis slowly moved toward the kadamba tree with great excitement. The gopis also began to laugh and giggle. Which made their limbs shake. Then Krishna called out to them, O young women of Brudge, come out of the water and on to the shore. If you come over to this Kadamba tree, I will give each of you your clothes back. When the gopis heard these words spoken by Sri Krishna, their faces turned downward in embarrassment. They stood there looking at each other's faces. Thinking over their situation for a moment, they said,
1: O oh, Krishna, be kind to us as your servants, and bring our clothes to us here at the water's edge. Do not allow the irritable king to hear of such activities.
0: Then Krishna said angrily, If you are my servants, then come and get your clothes. If you do not, I will not give back even one piece. In this regard, there is nothing the king can do." The shy young girls thought over the situation and then came out of the river. They approached the Kadamba tree and stood there with their lotus hands covering their breasts. Krishna put the gopī's clothes over His shoulder, came down from the tree, and said, Open your eyes and stretch out your hands to receive your clothes. If you do not, I will climb back up the tree with them and you can all go into the river again. Hearing this, the modest girls lowered their faces and told Krishna that they would not do so. After that, Krishna became very angry. Realizing this, the beautifully smiling gopis opened their eyes and looked upon the face of Krishna. Some of the girls extended their arms and begged Krishna for their clothes. Krishna said, No, 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 not like that. Stretch out your arms completely. When the gopis heard these words of Krishna, they stretched forth their delicate arms, but tried to hide their lower parts by pressing one thigh over the other. Then they said, "Oh, Krishna,
1: please give us our clothes.
0: As they stood there, they looked very beautiful with their smiling faces. Laughing softly, Krishna again said, Not like that. Straighten out your legs and hold your arms out to beg for your clothes. Thereafter, the gopis thought,
1: What will become of us now?
0: At that time, Sri Krishna enjoyed the outstanding beauty of their bodies, which were decorated with horripilation. Then he delivered each gopis' clothes into their hands. Krishna gave each gopi a tight hug and a kiss. Having received their clothes, along with a kiss and hug, the gopis indicated by signal that Krishna should meet them in a secret bower that night. After this, the gopis, whose faces resembled lotus flowers, returned to their homes. Thus ends the first chapter entitled Stealing the Gopi's Clothes.